Hello everyone, this is Corey and we're talking manpower. Today, I'm with Colonel Keith Rivers. He's the Deputy Commander at the U.S. Army Force Management Support Agency. Colonel Rivers, thank you very much for being here today, I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. So you've been the Deputy Commander here at uh, Yusuf Imsa now for a few months. How are you enjoying the position so far? Well, over the last year or so, I've, I've really come to learn a lot more about force management, especially in the documentation world. The positions allowed me to basically branch out and expand my wings a little, so to speak. I am enjoying the position because I am truly understanding the importance of documentation and what this agency does and what it gives the Army. So I'm loving it. So is it kind of giving you a broader purview of Army manpower in general? Absolutely, because one of the things in my years doing force management as an FA-50 officer, I never took time or I never was assigned to the force management section that that allows us to take a look at documentation. A lot of my time was spent in the equipping world, in the programming world, but never documentation. Kind of taking the blinders off in a way. Exactly. So can you explain to me a little bit about what uh, the U.S. Army Force Management Support Agency is, what it does, and, and kind of about its missions in layman's terms without getting too much into the weeds? The Force Management Agency, the basic mission, it develops, maintains, and distributes the Army organizational requirements and authorization documents. What people would consider their TOEs, MTOEs, and TDAs. So those are the basic functions. Also a big part of what this agency does, it's not just documentation, it's force management support. So a lot of the things that we actually do is going out in the community, talking with trade-off organizations, schoolhouses, other Army commands to provide information and train them on different aspects of force management also. So with that, with that what it sounds to me is a very, very complicated mission, why is, why is Yusuf Imsa so important to the Army? Well, first, it's the only organization like it in the Army. We're the only organization that does the things that we do. When you talk about documentation, the maintaining of FMS web, the distribution of those authorization and requirements documents. And it's important that all of the Army, all of the agencies, all of the organizations, all of the commands throughout the Army understand what their basic building blocks are. What the basic building blocks are that allows them to be structured and exist the way that they do. But... And I know you, you touched on this in, in, in a couple of answers ago, but, but why is documentation and maintaining these proper documents such as TDAs and MTOs, why, why is it so critical? Well, one of the things, you know, I like to think about it in simple terms. It allows the Army to organize, man, train, equip, sustain, station, deploy its forces. It allows you to do all of those things through the different programs and through the different planning cycles that the Army actually has. In order to properly do a POM cycle from a G8 or a PA&E standpoint, you need to know what the authorizations are. 
what the manpower authorizations are, what the equipping authorizations are. Therefore, those things allow you to man properly. Those things allow you to set up training and how much training you actually need to do. How many trucks do you need to, to man that force or to move that force and all of its supplies? What are the stationing actions look like? How many people are going to be at what location at any given time? And then, of course, deploying forces. We do a lot in the global force management realm uh, when you talk about deploying forces and getting forces ready and for their combat roles. So it's kind of the essential building blocks of the Army is essentially what USAFIMS is responsible for. Absolutely. So I understand uh, that USAFIMS, they're beginning to roll out some new communication initiatives. Um, what are these initiatives and, and why are they important? Well, one of the basic things in any organization is good communication. So when, we came, when I came in last year, we were talking a lot about communications and communications within the agency. This agency is fairly large when you think about an organization with a single UIC in the national capital region. So therefore, communicating with our employees, communicating with the commands, communicating in general is a big piece of any organization. So we're looking at de fully developing a communications plan where we communicate internally and externally to the organization. One of the other things that, we, that I'm taking a look at is developing a state in the agency address or a state in the agency mission. There's been a lot of changes and there's been a lot of decisions and a lot of adjustments be uh, made over the last year and to be made over the next couple of years. So I think it's important just as the president addresses the nation and talks about the things that's important, what the past did for us and what the future holds, I think it's important also for us to do that for the agency. And another great thing that, that you know this better than I do that we're uh, putting in place is employee spotlights, allowing employees their time to shine, allowing a place where you can spotlight employees, kind of like the hometown news release that we've done for green suitors in the Army for years, also doing that for our manpower analysts and our analysts here in the agency also. So employee spotlight is another big issue. Because it kind of shares, I would assume it kind of shares what they do on a daily basis and, and people like looking at that because, you know, people are a, a big big asset to, to the Army and understanding what they do. Absolutely. Absolutely. So what advice would you give a manpower analyst uh, who might be looking to do a developmental assignment, uh, some sort of rotation, or, or to work permanently use of IMSA, and, and how can they prepare? Well, one of the big things I think in one of the first areas that many people have access to is FMS Web. At about 112,000 users, everybody should have an FS, FMS Web account. So go into FMS Web and look at it and just study it. See what's there. There's lots of information. There's lots of documentation. There's lots of things there in FMS Web. So do that. You also need to have a, a, a good general understanding of requirements and authorization documents because that's kind of the core of what we do here. Um, go into how the Army runs. There's a large, thick manual called How the Army Runs. It's done by the Force Management School and published by the Army War College, and it talks all aspects of the Army. So take a look at the general information and the documentation, the force management aspects of how the Army runs. And then finally, I would say do a good review of AR-7132. 
You know, it's the force management uh, way of how we conduct business, how things are done within the staffs and the processes. So I understand that the 2016 coming up is, is, is kind of a landmark year for you, so if I understand it correctly. It's the 30th anniversary of the organization as it is the U.S. Army Force Management Support Agency. Obviously, prior to that, it had other names and other iterations, but as USAFIMSA proper as it's been, it's 30-year anniversary. Um, is the organization planning on doing anything to mark the occasion? Yeah, we're, we're currently taking a look at, at what we can actually do to mark this occasion. I mean, 30 years has been a long time. You know, many organizations have been around for a lot, and this organization, just like many others, has gone through a lot of changes. So we're looking at trying to sponsor different events and do different things, both internally and externally in the agency, over the next year or so. Well, very good. Hopefully I can get an invite to some of those. Because, Absolutely. You know me, I love a good celebration. There you go. <laughs> um, well, Colonel Rivers, is there anything else you'd like to add? No, I mean, it's it's been a pleasure uh, serving as the deputy commander for as long as I have. I have a while more to go. Uh, it's a great agency. Love being here. Lots of great people who understand and are focused on the mission of taking care of the Army and its soldiers. Well, Colonel Rivers, I know you're extremely busy because I know you've got organizations all over the map and, and you're, you're building them building blocks for the Army, so I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you very much. No, thank you. Well, everyone, that's all we have for today. Uh, we look forward to our next episode, and feel free to like our Facebook in the meantime, which is facebook.com slash armycp26, for the most uh, up-to-date news and information from the Army Manpower and Force Management career field. Until next time, have a great Army day.